Five-minute penalty to Chicago, a game misconduct, and then Manson having words with Stephen. And now, Butcher gets into it. We're going to have a brawl, folks. Stand by. Yo, what up, everyone? Tyler Cash here, coming at you with another episode of Fourth Line Goon. I'm here chatting uh, in my apartment in Las Vegas, Nevada. Ironically enough, so is Tommy, only uh, Sans apartment. You're in a hotel. Where are you staying at here? I'm in Paradise, Nevada. I got a, <laughs> I got a suite over at Paris, so can't complain. A suite with some child's beds in it? Is that come, what? Come over, I'll throw you around. We'll see the <laughs> oh man, yeah. You, uh, so you, you have people? As, I guess is Andy staying with you, or is anybody staying with you, or they just give you those two queen size beds? I asked for a king, and they're like, "We only suite we have is two queens." I'm like, "I guess." Okay. Well, what they I saw guess. was they were like, "This guy is no king. Let's give him the the queens." That's, That's better than better than being a Kings fan. So <laughs> true. So yeah, you're in town. We're going to uh, the St. Louis Blues and uh, the Golden Knights game tonight at the Fortress T-Mobile Arena. Very excited. I just got off work. I'm having a nice vodka squirt. <laughs> uh, I didn't even know they had squirt on the West Coast because that's like an Illinois thing. I don't know if yeah. you ever had that. You know what I'm I, talking about? I, yeah, I've never been a big fan of it personally. Oh, it's awesome. It's great. It's like uh, it's like grapefruit meets sprite i don't know it's nice to change it up a little bit i got the the gigantic um bottle of vodka from costco for 12 bucks so i'm running out of uh ideas of mixers there's only so many out there you mix vodka with more vodka the problem solved <laughs> yeah so pre-gaming because i i don't have enough money to afford these 18 drinks at the game but uh yeah they're at what I th- I believe fifty percent capacity now. They're looking to move up to seventy five percent capacity. Is that yeah? And so, letting more people in the arena, so the atmosphere is getting there as we get closer to the playoffs. It's going to be fun. The Blues are uh, they're they're battling for that fourth playoff spot in the division. Uh, I believe they need to get a point out of tonight, and the Kings need to lose. Is that correct? Yeah, I believe it's if we get a point, the Avalanche need to beat the Kings in regulation. If we get two points then the Kings can lose in any fashion. So like shoot out over time or just lose outright. I think that's the, that's the play. So, well, the Kings are playing the avalanche too. So is that in Colorado or is that in LA? You know, what's wild about that. I was just down at the sports book here a few minutes ago, looking at uh, some bets to make and the avalanche were underdogs against the Kings. Whoa. Like it wasn't by much, (laughs) but um, I'm assuming uh, I think they're in LA. Um, yeah, they're in LA, but that makes you wonder who's in goal. Um, I didn't really look into who's scratched or quote unquote injured or whatever, but uh, that was kind of surprising to see, no doubt. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to have to place a few bets. I'm definitely going to go for that over uh, for the Knights Blues game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hit, it, hit that hard. And I mean, it doesn't seem like it's that crazy. The Blues might clinch tonight, considering how many times the, the Knights and the Blues go to OT and like how high scoring and like close those games are. True. Yeah, I get to see a fucking win for the Blues here. The one time they won, I was like out of the country um, in in Las Vegas. Every other time, it's either been they've lost or they've lost an overtime or a shootout or whatever it is. So, and we were there at the last game, and I believe the Knights won like five to two, something like something that. Like that, yeah. Uh, I mean, granted, the Blues haven't been healthy all year long, and they're not really the same team. Uh, this is like the first time that the Knights are kind of you know taking control as far as these games. 
Um, I'm, I'm expecting a fun one. I, I think Leonard's in net tonight. He hasn't been uh, on top of his game lately ever since he kind of got pissed off about the whole vaccination situation, which True. I, don't know, I don't know if we talked about that on a podcast. Did, did we talk about that last episode? I don't think we did, if I'm being honest. But yeah, he definitely was very outspoken and rightfully so. Yeah. So basically, if you if you weren't up to date, or this this might be old news to some, you know, more uh, intense hockey fans, but basically, Robin Leonard feels as if he was um, maybe not promised. Promised might be the wrong word, but uh, sort of shown that if he was to get the vaccine then he could go like out in public. He'd go to like restaurants and, and continue living his life. But they're still basically keeping a tight leash on these players and not letting them live their lives. And he, he had this big outburst and uh, for, you know, on social media and then in the media, just basically saying that he feels trapped. Yeah. Um, and he's had this whole history with uh, battling depression. He's a big mental health guy. And yeah, I mean, it's hard to not think that that's not rattling his cage and he's really not performing up to where, where he was prior to that. Um, right. So, yeah, he's a net. Uh, so is, I guess Bennington going to be on the other end because, I mean, they need the point. Yeah, Bennington's in, but then uh, Tarasenko's still out and Blaze still uh, are out for the second game. You have Krug out still, Dunn out still. Um, I mean, granted, they played relatively well without them. Um, but it'll be interesting to, uh, to see what happens here. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, we're getting real close to playoff hockey, which I, I learned, I believe, starts May 15th because I was just recently on a podcast. Right? Yeah, I, so I didn't know that. Um, I was yeah, on this I podcast back because don't the I think the Blues have like games until like the 14th or 13th or something. I generally give a couple day rest period, but I don't, I don't know. Well, yeah, I, I, th- I thought so too, but I was on this podcast recently. You can find it on my social media uh, through Jablam Sports. It's a Canadian hockey podcast. And he said that he swear he heard that it was supposed to start May 15th. Uh, I was a little surprised by that. Um, I didn't think the Blues had games that late. I, I'm actually, I'm looking at now. I, I thought yeah, it was the 13th, but I mean, generally speaking, I mean, yeah, I, I feel like that would be kind of fucked. I mean, I guess technically they don't have to start on the 15th. They'd do half the games of the 15th, half on the 16th. But I'm like, yeah, imagine playing three games in four nights and then you get one rest day and then it's like, oh, playoffs, have fun. Like, I feel like, I feel like they're going to push him back at least a couple of days, at least for the Blues sake. But if there's no one, if there's no one or half the teams, the matchups that aren't playing on 13th or 12th, which I think that is the case. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, there's that situation where, you know, half the team start on Saturday and then the second round or the next half of the first round game start on that Sunday or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it's Monday and beyond, but we'll see. I got, uh, I got a room booked at the Cosmo, assuming it's blues nights, uh, for those first two games. So we'll, uh, We'll see what happens if we get there. So yeah, and they they unveiled the the playoff pricing, and it's not too bad. So I'm hoping I can catch a few games this postseason. I maybe it's just the fact that the season ticket holders they're they're not necessarily buying their tickets. I, I heard about this. How they're handling it is, is if you're a season ticket holder, you uh, you have dibs to buy the tickets, sure. but like it comes off of uh, the amount of games that you get in a season. So like if they okay. if they opt into uh, some of these games this season, then next year they, those games will be removed from their season ticket package, or they'll have yeah. to pay. They'll have to pay more. So a lot of people are frustrated with with that um, situation. Um, and uh, so yeah, the, the games aren't even though they're not uh, full capacity, they're still not really selling as high as I would have thought. 
So hopefully that continues in the in the postseason, man. I would love to go to a couple games, especially if we're looking at the Knights and the Blues in the fourth round or that first round, uh, excuse me. And it's really looking like that. Um, yeah, what is, it'll be the only I mean, team that could potentially take that is, uh, well, I guess the, anybody could, right? No one's counted out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the Wild are right there. Everyone's right there. I mean, technically, but at the same time, I mean, if the only way I'd be in jeopardy, I feel like, is if the Blues beat the Knights in regulation both these games back to back, assuming Colorado wins one or two of them. Um, on, on their end, or same with the Wild, but uh, I mean, again, I don't want to jinx it because it'd be a nice little quick, yeah, either you know, forty-five minute flight over from where I'm at, or you know, three and a half hour drive over and see what happens. So, I mean, yeah, and I got I got I you beat with the fifteen minute drive there, bud. So. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> is what it is. Yeah. So uh, we wanted to get a quick episode. This isn't going to be a very long one, but. Uh, next week we're actually going to, you know, we'll really get into it, right? We'll talk about our, um, predictions for the play se- the playoffs, the postseason. uh, we'll get into brackets. Um, this is, this is the week that, uh, everyone's fantasy league, uh, is ending, which I feel like we didn't talk about near as much as we should. I know, uh, a couple of buddies were like, Hey, bring up the, bring up the fantasy league that you're in. Cause we have a, a league going, uh, I, uh, Tommy did not make it to the final. Uh, I yeah, did. We, I had to bring that we, up. Do we really want to get into why that happened? Oh, Yahoo Fantasy. Yeah, that really sucks. Yeah, I mean, you you had to be careful. Basically, Tommy was a victim. He you added a defenseman, right? And then when you added him, it reset your lines. I literally added one guy, put one guy in the D slot, and then did nothing else to my team that was already set for the day. And Yahoo goes, you know, let's let's start all your goalies that you have benched because we think that's the right thing to do. And they got lit up, and that's why they were on the bench. And ended up losing basically two of the categories, which cost me a spot in the finals where I would have rightfully kicked your ass along as what <laughs> Sam is right now. So it's kind of pissing me off. Okay, well, Sam is in first place, but that it's weird. I have like basically nine more games than Sam and all the categories are pretty close. So I'm losing zero to eight right now out of 10 possible points, but it's going to level out. Um, it's going to level out. I also got screwed because... Lowe suggested that I put in Leonard uh, instead of, man, who was it? It was Leonard instead of somebody, and Leonard got lit up. It was that game against the Wild where it was like five to four or something, and I was like, God, yeah. it just also, screwed me. Did you notice that, at least from my, my side of things, there's no Sunday games. Like, the season ends tomorrow. So like yeah. any games on Sunday, you don't get. Yep. If there are any. I, I, didn't, I didn't make that public information because I wanted to screw everybody <laughs> in my leagues. <laughs> uh, yeah, I made the finals in three of my four um, leagues. The only one I didn't make was uh, the third one was the fact that it wasn't categories. It was just point based. And I, it, I I just can't vibe with it. Like, I like categories because it makes you like think strategy wise. Like, you're like, oh, I could I pick think up it this should, bomb. I think we should move the next year where it's head to head points, not categories. Oh, I think you might be. Uh, categories is just like the way to go, man. It's like the new popular approach because you can pick up joe blow like bum that's just good at hits i disagree why, you can why, pick why that should, up why should i lose to someone if my team gets 50 goals in a week and 30 assists but they had a better plus minus and better pims and you know bullshit and more shots and blocks like their team didn't do anything yeah I lose. yeah i mean it's but that's part of the strategy that's part of the strategy i don't no, know I'm not a fan so i i'm gonna probably lose all well i, I think i'm gonna lose all of those but i'll be in second place which is that'll pay my rent nice little buy-in for all the, the leagues so i'm, I'm excited about that yeah um 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't take home the gold, but you know, I, at least I made it to the show. Okay. But, but uh, anyway, so we wanted to talk about this. This is like the main reason because everyone's chatting about it. We're actually too late, but I feel like we can get that little death grasp of a conversation when it comes to Tom Wilson. Uh, and I felt like it was too good of a, a situation for us to not take advantage of just based on the fact that you and I have two polar opposite opinions. So if you're listening to the podcast, you understand by now that Tom Wilson uh, got into a scrum and uh, took out uh, quite a few New York Rangers, uh, punched a, what, what, I can't even say that guy's last name. I'm horrible at that. Uh, what's what, who, the guy on the, on the ground? Who did he punch in the ground? Was it Buchnevich? Yeah, Bu- yeah, Buchnevich. I can't even. Yeah, I can't say that shit. Uh, he, I just said so, it for you. Okay, there you go. Well, he he punched that guy while he was on the ground, um, and Panarin jumped on his back, uh, which it, it was wild to see because it kind of looked like um, it was basically the equivalent of like an orangutan jumping on like a gorilla's back. Like it, it, it they're clearly not matched up. Panarin is way tinier than Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson ragdolled him, threw him to the ground, um, threw him to the ground again, and he he managed to get just a fine instead of a suspension, and that kind of shook the hockey world. So I'll let you start with your opinion on it since it's so drastically different than mine. I mean, that's not a good reason for me to start, I don't feel like. But, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I feel like the only reason this is as overblown as it was is because it's Tom Wilson. Like, Guy is down on the ice, and it looks like, I mean, again, he's not doing it on purpose. looks like his skate's kicking into his goalie's pad. Tom Wilson's like, fucking stop. And he doesn't hit him in the head. He hits him in the shoulder with his glove on with maybe looks like a 40% push or, or, or smack on the shoulder. That's not going to hurt anybody. And then everyone just went fucking nuts. And, I mean, regardless of your reputation, regardless of who you are, you're, you're going to defend yourself. And all of a sudden, you have two guys on you. And the first guy that's literally in your line of sight is Panarin, which shouldn't have been in there, especially with Tom Wilson. He gets fucking ragdolled to the ice. Did he get pulled on by the hair? No, I don't think so. You have a grainy 0.5x video that looks like he's getting pulled by the hair. I'm sure the NHL had five other angles they could look at in HD, uh, which would have more than likely given him a much bigger suspension. Probably the biggest one he's had yet, if that were the case. Um, he got fined five grand for it, which. I think is the right thing. None of this else. None of this happens if the Rangers don't react the way that they do and try to literally team up on Tom Wilson. So, did he do? Did he cross the line in a sense and throw him to the ground, kind of head first? Yeah. Um, on top of that, the way the Rangers are kind of like, oh, Panarin's gone for the season. Like it's three games. You're out of the playoffs. What the actual injury is? Will we know? Will they tell us after the season? We'll have to see. But. You're, it's like you're almost trying to play politics with it by making it seem worse than it is, assuming that is the case. And, you know, he's out for the season. He basically ruined the guy's rest of his season where it's meaningless. And then you make that statement. And then if we come to find out that, like, he's fine or didn't have a concussion or something like that, like, no one's going to care still because it's Tom Wilson. But then you see Sidney Crosby literally tackle, what, another guy to the ice head first and no one cared. You see Butch Nevis a guy who wasn't even involved in the scrum cross check Mantha in the face and gets one game. Everyone's like, that's fine. But it's literally Tom Wilson and he gets completely blown up by the hockey world, which I think is the stupidest thing. Okay. So, I, okay. I obviously drastically disagree with a lot of, of your points, but to your point, I will say 
it, it is up to the um, uh, Department of Player uh, Safety to evaluate by um, the situation, not the player. Uh, so the repeat, um, the repeat situation, it, it really shouldn't come into play, right? Like, and well, it should because he would be he would have been deemed a repeat offender if he got suspended. Well, and he did get suspended earlier this year. Right, so, that's my point. Right. Right. So, but there, but basically, if it really the repeat situation would have been, they would have automatically given him a suspension just because he should have been on probation of some sort. Like, hey, we're watching you. Don't be a dickhead. Right. Um, and I agree. the The face wash uh, punch uh, to homie on the ground. That's one thing you you see that happen a lot. As you mentioned, Crosby kind of did something similar to connect me like the same night or like the next night. Yeah. Like next day. Yeah. My, my situation was uh, not even the first throw where some people are saying Panarin got his hair pulled and then throw it on the ground. It, it was after the officials went over and the linesmen's came over and they, and they tried to break it up and you could see Tom Wilson just looks at him, picks him up again and throws him back down on his face. Um, he, at that point, he knew who he was. He knew he was dealing with Panarin. It wasn't he just trying to get a guy off his back. He he was just turbo. Like he wasn't being held accountable for his actions, in my opinion. And and a guy like Tom Wilson needs he needs to be paying attention to his actions. I mean, the whole league should be, but him as somebody that has been um a scenario where he's been in trouble and suspended multiple times in the past, he should probably be walking on eggshells. Um, you know, if you have a job and you're late to it multiple times, you, you might, uh, that doesn't necessarily apply here. Uh, he's not going to lose his job. He's just going to lose. He might, he, what dude, he might be. I mean, honestly, with the way the world is these days, like I'm surprised that there wasn't some sort of retaliation to the internet going up in arms. I mean, cancel culture is so strong and, you know, I, I feel like as if the when we'll get to it because the the most glorious thing happened as an outcome of this, which is in a way I want to thank Tom Wilson because it made hockey feel like hockey again for probably the first time all season. Um, but I, yeah, I I think it, it sucks because you know the guy he does put up points at that particular game he had a goal and an assist, so it, it's it's unfortunate that. Um, it doesn't seem like he cares uh, about the the safety of, of the other players. It doesn't seem like he cares about what people think of him. Um, and I, I think that there there should be some sort of a code. Like I, I think he needs to bring light to enforcers and, and instigators, goons, grinders, whatever you want to call them, in like a positive way, um, and not like the way that these guys are being. Uh, just irresponsible with their hits and, and dangerous because I do think that fighting has a place in hockey. And I, we saw it with the next game. Uh, I don't want to get too ahead of myself because I think we're going to talk about that next, but yeah, I, I just think he should be more of an example of why we need tough guys. And instead he's kind of the opposite. He's showing that we need tough guys in the league to take guys like him out. And that sucks because I don't think that that's a place in hockey I think the place in hockey is uh, violent gentlemen. The code, like you're gonna you're gonna be violent, but you're gonna help someone back up when they need help. You're gonna shake their hands when everything's said and done. Tom Wilson just seems like the kind of shithead that would spit in his hand before he shook someone's hand. He he seems like the pussy that escapes fights that he can't win. I mean, as we saw with the next game, he he was out with an upper body. Now he's already back. I mean, it, granted, I know you're probably gonna tell me his coaches told him to sit the game out, but probably I don't know. Yeah. 
he he just seems like I don't know. He just seems like he's not the kind of uh, honorable dude. And I, I think that fighting should have a, a, a code of honor, personally. It does to an extent. I mean, when he when he fights, he there's doesn't like he fucking tries to bite somebody. It's it's the hits that he does. But again, in this instance, he he didn't hit anyone wrong except maybe he pulled that guy up and threw him to the ice. Which again, I've seen way worse, and nothing happens. Maybe a two minute rough, and and not even a fine or anything. Right? It's literally anyone else in the league does what Tom Wilson did there. Even like uh, what would be example. Like Matthew Kachuk or Ryan Reeves did it, everyone be like, "Oh, that's amazing!" Basically, in in some capacity, it wouldn't have got the attention that it did. There, there's no question in my mind. And then again, like you see it where you have star players doing the same thing, recklessly driving people's heads to the ice, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's fine. It's it's no big deal." He's not Tom Wilson, so he 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 didn't mean to do it, but clearly the intent's there. It's just this stupid argument of Tom Wilson against the world, and if you're any other hockey player and do something, it's like, okay. You know, just don't do it again. Where Tom Wilson like put his head on a stake, kill him. Basically, it's 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 just dumb in my opinion. Like, does he have a history of bad hits, questionable hits? Sure, but this situation was literally blown up the way that it was because of the Rangers. They saw him punch his teammate in the shoulder on the ground, which maybe questionable. Probably shouldn't do that. But at the same time, he thinks his skates going into his goalie's pad, kicking him. So you probably want to tell him to fuck off, which is what he did, and then. You have the Rangers who have no tough guys, anyone even close to a tough guy on their team. You send Panarin at him. Like, what are you doing? Like, obviously, they didn't tell him to go after him. Panarin's just sticking up for his teammates. But what do you think was going to happen in that situation? Like, the refs clearly didn't have control of anything. And you just got fucked. And it's a big part of it, I think, in that situation is on Panarin. And not really expecting that situation to happen that it did. You, you, you rub a guy's face that's in a scrum from something that happened earlier and you just expect nothing to happen. Like that's the league that we've gotten ourselves into this police state with the refs and stuff, thinking you can get away with that stuff. And the one time it happens, like it does in the past years past, like everyone blows their fucking shit, but only be able to blow their shit because it's Tom Wilson. No other reason. And that's fair, but they also blew their shit because nothing happened, but you're saying nothing happened. Well, no, I mean, it's kind of wild that nothing did happen because it's Tom Wilson at to to beckon your opinion in that sense. But I think it was I think it was great for the sport and for the team that it, it went down the way it did, right? They had to self-police, which we were going back and forth. Excuse me. We were going back and forth whether or not it was going to happen. And I was all in, you know, I was watching post-game interviews. I, I saw one where uh, Zabinajad said he had zero respect for Tom Wilson and they, and all the players on the, the Rangers were just kind of like very quiet uh, and reserved. And they were just like, yeah, we just, that's not how we play. They're much bigger guys than us. It's just not how we play the game. And then to see them still drop gloves with the puck drop, that that's that they have my utmost respect for that. I think that's great. I think it was awesome. Um, we got to see the line brawl, which like right off puck drop, there was three fights, and within the first four minutes and sixteen seconds of the game, we had seventy-two penalty minutes, six of which were fighting majors. Uh, two of them were fights. Sorry, uh, four fights total were off a of puck drop. <laughs> Which was rad, you know, one separate from that initial puck drop. I, I just love seeing it. I thought it was great. It looked like that everyone was having fun, to be honest with you, um, including including the Capitals. There's that photo that 
we posted of, of like I think at one point there was six Capitals and five New York Rangers all in the penalty yep. box. Yeah, like, have been six and six, but what? One, I think one guy in the Rangers got a misconduct, so he went to the locker room instead. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's crazy because yeah, it, it looked like they were going on like a camping trip or something. They were all just chilling, <laughs> chill, or, or on their way. Uh, I think it was uh, Biz posted something about like on their way in the Uber to the club. Like it, it, it just seemed. Yeah. It, it, it seemed like fun for a while, and then obviously um, the Rangers, you know, went on to lose the game, and then they lost the next game, and you know they have Panarin out for the rest of the season, even though it's only just three games. It, it seems but, like they yeah, kind of unraveled. I'm, I'm not reserving. I'm reserving judgment on the overall situation until someone tells us what happened to Panarin. Because at the end of the year, after the season's done, the reports come out on what the injury is. If we hear about it we'll be able to make I'll be able to make a better determination if we don't I'm mean, gonna think it's bullshit personally well they um, already they already come out they already came out and said that it's a lower body so it's it yeah, wouldn't be a so, concussion so then that's my point like if it's not a concussion I don't think it's had to hit the ice personally in my opinion from the angles that I saw and it's like you get a lower body injury like was it directly related to that incident I, I don't know because he seemed fine right after the fact it's I, I just think it's I think that's silly, personally, but at the end of the day, it's just like you, you have a guy who does this stuff, right? And then what do you do? You send two guys who don't really fight to really fight him, and he's like, okay, like, this is it. What do you expect to happen? That's yeah. my point. So, like, again, if, you, if as shitty as it sounds and as old school of a mentality as it sounds is, if you want to send a message, you, you call someone up or put a fourth line guy out there and have him run a goalie or fuck up somebody else. And you have him go to the team and say, that's what happens when Tom Wilson fucks with us. And then he's going to think twice about doing that. Cause the teammates are going to be like, all right, you got to stop because you're putting us at risk versus guys who maybe have like two career fights fighting each other. Like it's great for entertainment, but it doesn't solve anything. And the suspensions don't solve anything either or the fines because what does he get to do? He gets to sit on his butt for 10, 20 games less potentially the appeals and come back and play three fourths or half of a season and go into the playoffs every year. Like how, how is that not a bad thing? Like, okay, I'm making what, instead of 5 million, I'm making 3.5 this year, but I get to kind of just chill and coast like not a bad deal. If you ask me. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I, I, I understand where you're coming from, but I think that it, it, it spoke louder than words that these guys that weren't fighters decided to step up for their team. I thought that was great. Um, I mean, and it's going to be great for the sport. Like I said, uh, and now teams are going to look for more tough guys and it looks like fighting is going to stick around a little bit longer. Cause I mean, who would have thought that that's how they would have solved it in 2021 was a line brawl. I think that's, that's great. Uh, it's, it's, I was just looking up, I was like, didn't the Rangers have a tough guy? And what comes to mind is Adam McQuaid, but it looks like he retired. He's no longer in the league. So he he hasn't played um, since the, the Rangers traded him, I guess, to the Blue Jackets in 2019. I said the simple solution. You, you basically killed two birds with one stone. You call up Tony D'Angelo and say, you play this game <laughs> and you fight Tom Wilson or you don't play for us ever again. Because you basically get Tom Wilson fighting someone for his retribution. And you had to see Tony answer. He'll probably get his ass kicked, which I'm sure everyone will also love. Didn't win, happen, win. but that's what would have been my that would have been my pick. Win win. 
So, um, yeah, man. So, yeah, we just wanted to chat for a second. We, we got to get going because we're going to head down to uh, T-Mobile Arena and catch this game. Next week, we're going to dive into our predictions as far as who we think is going to go out of each um, – uh, for each round, because I, I guess next time we have an ep- an episode, we should have a pretty good idea, or we should definitely know the matchups, right? Yeah, I would. I mean, everything should be clinched. I mean, a week from today is going to be the season will be over, so uh, maybe there there might be a couple of trickle games from the north with the the Canucks. I think um, maybe that factors in. I'm, I'm trying to check that right now just to see, but because I think they full full on said like, don't be surprised if everything else starts playoff wise. And the North Division kind of uh, trickles behind because of the whole COVID situation with uh, with the Canucks. Um, but I think that's it. Yeah, by then, because I think yeah. So the the Canucks have games through the nineteenth, uh, regular season wise. So um, yeah, that could be interesting. And um, yeah, I mean, technically speaking, I think it's going to be wrapped up. I have to look at tiebreakers, but the only way that Calgary gets in up there, that'd be the only change, I guess, in terms of making playoffs. They'd have to win out. Montreal would have to lose out, but I don't know who holds the tiebreaker. But then aside from that, it would really just be a situation of Vancouver playing it out and essentially determining who's going to get third or fourth seed between Winnipeg and and Montreal because they play games. They play like two or three against Winnipeg, I think, down the stretch. Um, But yeah, I I almost want to say I'd be pretty confident in saying we'll, we'll for sure know by then. Sweet. All right. So let's end this episode. Let's wrap it up. Like I said, it's a short little banger and we're going to, we're going to come at you next week with something much longer. That's what she said. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So we're going to end this episode though, with our predictions of the game tonight. I think that that's what we should do. And uh, let's place a little wager on this. So uh, what, what do you think? Like I I say, who says I have money to money to spend. Okay. Well, I don't have money. Uh, one of us just moved across country and it's not you. So I don't have money, but we can wager. Let's just do like, um, let's do a, a shot, just a shot of JMO, right? Like, and we, it doesn't have to be at like a bar. We can just a shot of Jameson on who's closer to the score. I feel like, like, why don't, a, like, why don't we just buy a couple of airplane shots at the, uh, at what, what one of the stores across the street, ABC the game. And then the winner, Venmo's them what four bucks five bucks <laughs> okay and we'll, we'll we'll document it we'll put it on social media so because you know if you don't put it on even don't take a photo it didn't happen so vegas you can't put that shit on social media <laughs> oh true true and yeah and i gotta watch my shit that's for sure uh so no we were not sneaking in alcohol into the game damn it that's not happening i i, I object tommy i object to that idea yeah, I'll, I'll buy you an 18 dollar beer don't worry okay uh fair enough well 18 dollar beer on the table uh, what's your prediction for the score and who wins tonight? Five four Blues win overtime. Okay. Uh man, overtime, huh? I I say, I say four two, and I say Knights. I say four. You know, you know what? I take that back. My final answer is five three empty netter Golden Knights. That's my final prediction. So like how are we, how are we determining this? Because like what if you're right but it goes to overtime and like I'm right and it doesn't go to overtime? Well, no, no. Well, the only way that okay, so I mean, let's I, just, I just so, so, yeah, I can't. Now, you, just, you predict Knights, I predict Blues. I mean, let's just leave it at that. That's we fair. Have our, we have our goal predictions down for whatever reason. So okay, so the, but if we get the, how about if we win and we get the goal prediction, it's a, an additional shot. Okay. So 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 two shots if you get the goal prediction and the winner. One shot if you just get the winner. So you're saying I'm saying five three, 
Knights. Five four. Five four blues. Okay, cool. So uh, next week when you guys tune in, you'll know the outcome of that. We'll we'll know what the playoffs are looking like. We'll we'll get into our predictions. Uh, in the meantime, uh, we just uh, put up pre-orders for a new T-shirt uh, for Tom Wilson. So uh, if you want to check that out, uh, you can hit up our um, it's fourthlinegoon.com. You can find us fourth line goon on spot or Spotify. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we are on Spotify. I was Spotify, here. I, you don't yeah. really say Apple, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. I think. Yeah, wherever you podcast or SoundCloud, right? We can find us on the next Toe God mixtape. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna wrap it up there. Cheers, everybody. Later, guys. Go Blues.